Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. Are you a business owner or entrepreneur looking to take your business skills to the next level? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Enterprise Now Show. Prepare to be inspired, motivated, and transformed. And now, your host, LZ Flinnard. Hello and welcome to the Enterprise Now Radio Show. I am your host, LZ Flinnard, and I have a, a special treat for you this show. I'm excited because I'm not going to give it away yet, but I'll tell you why I'm so excited later. I have with me the owner of B Cubed Media. He's out of St. Louis, Missouri, and he is about to give us uh, a ton of knowledge and wisdom. But before we do that, I want to just say thank you to the people who listen to the Enterprise Now radio show, because without you guys, we wouldn't exist. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for your love and your support and you sticking with us. Um, other than that, check out the other shows that are on the station on WQYLDB radio. We have um, uh, Baseline to Go Line. We have uh, Christian Music Today. We have Alien or Vinny and the Alien. Um, what else? I know I'm going to forget somebody. I knew I would forget somebody. But go to the website, www.wqyl-db.com slash programs, and you'll see all of our programs. I apologize to the folks that I missed. I know I missed a couple of people, but um, but that's a good thing. That means that we're growing and we're continuing to grow. So, um, And that's because of you guys. So thank you so much for your support. Now, Enough about all that stuff. I want to get into the into this uh, conversation because I'm super excited. Uh, I have with me Caleb Salter, and Caleb is a special individual. There are many reasons why Caleb is special, but I'm not going to brag on him. I'm going to let him tell us more about who he is and where he comes from and what what his business is in a second. Um, but so Caleb, every week. I ask entrepreneurs to tell tell me tell my my listeners about themselves, but I have a caveat to that. I say tell me about yourself, but we want to know a lot about you. And you're welcome to go all the way back to the day you were born, or you can start more recently. Tell us about yourself. Okay, so originally I was, I was born in Milwaukee, and at two years old I got my first computer. At that point, I was hooked. Right, so I was playing games on this computer, but. Eventually, I found a screwdriver, and well, I guess you can guess what happened. I took it apart, and my parents were so nice about it and bought me another one and another one and another one, and that went on for, I would say, about five more years until I realized, hey, if you're taking computers apart, you got to be able to put them back together, so when I was about seven or eight years old, I learned how to put computers back together um, and started repairing computers out of my parents' basement, and that's that's when I started my first company. Um, and that didn't really go too well, considering that I was just breaking even, and then I had to move. So I was in Indiana at that point, but moved down to the Gulf Coast to um, Gulfport, Biloxi area, and tried starting my second company, a bow tie company. And I quickly realized that sewing really was not the thing for me at all. I was just terrible at it. Um, 
but I did find that web design was something that I, and I enjoyed a lot because I learned to build websites, to sell the bow ties online. So at that point I was like, okay, well, I need to get better at this. So I spent the next year and a half learning, um, landed my first client and I've really grown from there. Uh, and then I moved to St. Louis, Missouri about six months ago and my business has just exploded ever since I moved there. Now, I heard you say that you were born in Milwaukee. So um, uh, as you guys know, we're based out of Waukesha, Wisconsin, which is about 15 minutes west of, of Milwaukee. So it's good to have um, some, some local ties here. So tell us, tell us more about how you started your company. You, you kind of just, um, you said it's so, so matter of fact, <laughs> where, um, you know, I know for entrepreneurs, it's like, yeah, I started a company, that one didn't work, started another one. Talk to us a little bit about that process of, of starting a business. So I really started my, the, the business I work in now on accident, really. It was kind of something that I enjoyed and it started out as like a hobby and then I realized, hey, I can actually help other people like build their businesses with what I can do. And apparently other people thought so too, so they gave me a shot. And then I found out, hey, I'm kind of good at this, so let's get better. And I landed more and more clients. And I think when I remember being about 12 or 13 years old and getting up at five in the morning to go and grow my Twitter account. Um, and I do that, like I did that over and over and over again. Um, and I'd get up really, really early to go and learn stuff. And still to this day, some days I'll get up at three, three thirty in the morning to start work and then work before school, go to school, uh, come home and then work from the time I get home to about eight o'clock. So it's, it's definitely a lot of just hard work, perseverance and reaching out to a lot of people. Gotcha. Now, if for my savvy listeners, if you're listening, Caleb just gave something away. Caleb is actually, um, are you, you're, how old are you, Caleb? 16. Caleb is 16 years old. Started his first company when he was seven or eight years old. If you haven't noticed that by now, that is um, amazing to, <laughs> to say the least. Um, you have, I think, one of the qualities that a lot of entrepreneurs don't get until much later in life. Um, and it sounds like you were born with that, uh, that, that gene. Um, talk to us a little bit about that. Um, what do you want to do after you graduate? I know the the answer to this question, but <laughs> I mean, after I graduate, I'm going to do the same thing that I'm doing right now, but just more, I'm going to put more hours into it, I guess. I want to grow my business, um, start another business and, and grow a, a group of companies at that point after I graduate high school. I just, I'm waiting to, um, waiting until my 18th birthday so I can finally get a mortgage on a commercial property and start doing commercial real estate, um, to invest some of the money I'm making. Awesome. Awesome. So you're, um, let's talk a little bit about, uh, failure. How, what do you think about failure and how, how did you learn from it? I love failure. In fact, I, I think failure is great because when I fail at something, I'm not really failing. I'm, well, I'm failing, but I'm learning, Hey, this didn't work, but here's what I can do that might work. So I can go and try something else. So failure is just teaching me what I'm not doing right so that I can make sure that I'm doing more things right. And it's just, it's bettering me as a person and bettering how I run my company. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, so I'm reading here, you started your first company, um, out of your, your parents' basement. What do, what do they think about this, uh, this, this business and your entrepreneurial, uh, pursuits? My parents are <laughs> very patient to say the least. Um, 
was taking up about a third of the basement at our house, which was quite a substantial amount considering we had tons of stuff in the basement. Um, and my dad, so how I got started was I had $50 from getting good grades from my, my report card that my dad gave me. And I remember finding these five older Apple computers on Craigslist and I was begging him to let me go get them. And he finally was like, okay, Caleb, we can go do this, but just stop asking me. So at that point, <laughs> at that point he was like, okay. So we went and picked him up um, the next day and got him into the basement, started working and kind of sold some of them and realized, hey, well, it's costing me more to ship them than I'm making, so I should probably change my strategy a little. So I thought, okay, maybe selling computer parts would work better, and I kind of began to shift strategies, and then I moved and had to like shift completely. Okay. Wow, wow, wow. So there's a couple of things that I, I want to hit on there, but um, so who, where did you get the the wherewithal to know about pivoting and about strategy and about planning like is your are your parents entrepreneurs did you like you have family members that are in business how did you learn that um so my dad and um my my dad my mom and my stepmom have all been in sales at one point my dad was in the top five percent of recruiters for the navy uh, my stepmom sold almost a million dollars products in one year. She was the top salesperson in her company. Um, and I guess when I was younger, my dad taught me, hey, Caleb, I can't give you everything you're asking for, but guess what other people can if you go and try and, and make money somewhere else. So here's how you go do it. Just try it. So my parents have really been instrumental in that because they've just been like, okay, Caleb, you can go try stuff. If you fail, we're here, but try to like succeed when you do it. And that's really been the point that's that's allowed me to grow. And I, I guess I've really just learned a lot of stuff by doing over and over and over again because I started so young. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, this is a really good place to take a break, Caleb. And when we get back, I want to talk more about um, strategy and pivoting. We'll be back right after this. Feeling stuck or overwhelmed in your business? Having trouble putting ideas into action? Not getting the results you want? Your business is in need of a coach, an experienced professional that motivates, provides honest feedback, and helps develop an action plan for your success. Did you know that 50% of businesses fail within the first five years? This doesn't have to be your business. You can now get all the help you need to succeed. Just visit Enterprise Now at enterprise-now.biz. Enterprise Now is a business development firm that specializes in providing business training, seminars, online training courses, and business coaching for business owners and entrepreneurs. That's enterprise-now.biz. Why wait? Take your business to the next level. We'll take your vision and your goals and deliver accountability motivation, and an action plan so you and your business will succeed. Don't become a statistic. Visit us at enterprise-now.biz. Increase profits, grow your business, and improve your business skills today. Enterprise-now.biz. Welcome back to the Enterprise Now radio show. I am your host, Elsie Flinnard, and I have with me Caleb Salter. Caleb is 16 years old. And um, I'm looking at his website now, BQ Media, and it's awesome. It's amazing. Um, and I'm just in, in awe um, with uh, the, the, the work that uh, Caleb is doing. Um, I, I am a, a fan of entrepreneurs because I understand how difficult it is and how hard it is and how much work it is. So, uh, so kudos to you, Caleb, for, for being um, a bright, young startup entrepreneur. 
one thing that I, one thing that I want to talk about, Caleb, is um, uh, a le- a, or an insight or a theme that I think a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with, and that's pivoting. Um, talk to us about pivoting. You mentioned that you um, your computer business. You you noticed that you were it was it was costing more to ship than than you made on them. So you uh, kind of have to shift your strategy and do different things and try different things. Talk to us a little bit about pivoting and strategy and how important that is when you're growing a business. So I think that pivoting is essential because when you start out, you have an idea of what your business is supposed to be or what it's supposed to look like. But that idea that you have in your head normally isn't what the market wants. So when you start, you you go and show your idea to the world and they say, well, I don't want widget X, I want widget Y. So you say, okay, well, if you want this and let me get that for you, and you respond to what the market's looking for. So if the market wants something, you say, let me tweak what I have to give you what you want and solve the problem that you're having. And then once you do that, you can actually grow and scale if that problem is something that's either um, very worth solving or widely, like if it's a big problem for a lot of people or a very big problem for a small amount of people, you can scale that out. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, in your um, your note here, I have you're the owner, innovator, and head nerd of your company. I thought that was uh, that's fantastic. Talk a little bit about the uh, the work that a business owner has to do, the many hats that you have to wear. Um, talk to us a little bit about that. I like to kind of joke that I'm the CEO, the chief everything officer, <laughs> and um, <laughs> that's pretty true. Um, especially with like not only managing clients that I have, but managing um, the other people that I have working for me, making sure that they're doing what they need to do um, and really tying everything together. It's just the amount of work that goes into starting a business seems like a lot of work, but if it's something you're passionate about, it's completely doable. So, I mean, if you, if you look at a business, you can say, that's, that's a lot of work, 80 hours a week. That's, that's a lot, right? But then if you love it, 80 hours a week doesn't feel like 80 hours a week. It feels like you're just doing your hobby all day long, even though it's really a business and you're growing something that can impact a lot of lives and help a lot of people solve a lot of problems. You're still, you're having fun and you're making money at the same time. That's what's great about it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now tell us a little bit more about your, um, your, your manuscripts and your writing for um, Entrepreneur Magazine. Okay, so for Entrepreneur Magazine, I was on LinkedIn, and I was like, okay, I better reach out to some people at Entrepreneur, Forbes, things like that, and I get a message from one of the associate editors for Entrepreneur Magazine in India, and she was like, okay, well, we're looking for people to write, and I was like, well, hey, that's exactly why I reached out to you, so uh, let's, <laughs> let's get started, so they let me publish between one and two articles a week. And I haven't been keeping up with that very well because work has started to increase in in the new year, but I need to get back on that um, and start writing more for them because it's a great platform that I'm very fortunate to be able to write for. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now you have a podcast as well. Yes. So the podcast is something that I'm kind of working on developing at this point. Um, I started and now I'm working on kind of growing it and I need to do it more consistently, um, as well. I need to come up with a weekly schedule and just implement that, get it in my calendar and just start doing it. 
Um, so I'm curious to know what um, what subject are you are you thinking? I know obviously business, right? But um, are you thinking um, teen entrepreneurship? Are you thinking um, your uh, your the business that you're doing now? Um, what what kind of direction are you thinking that way? I kind of like motivating others in my peer group and ten years above. So everybody between say sixteen and twenty six, those those are the people that I think kind of resonate with my message because. They're kind of close in age, so they get it. Um, and, and a lot of people enjoy the content that I put out, but I think if I'm talking to somebody within my age group, they're like, oh, I, I understand what you're saying. That's what I should do. Gotcha, gotcha. So when, when you talk about all the different things that you have going on, how do you balance it all? Um, I, I like to think that like balance is not really a thing. I kind of think it's just... You can have all of it. You just have to commit to all of it. And committing to all of it's the hard part. But once you say, okay, I'm going to do all of this, you can do all of it. You just have to say, okay, let's work it into my calendar and figure out somehow how I'm going to get all this done. So I like adding hours to my day, which might not be the healthiest thing ever, but I'll, I'll go to bed at 10 at night, get up at 3.30 in the morning, um, work from 3.30 to about 6.30, and then get ready for school, leave. Um, and then come home at about two thirty, and then work from then to seven. And I kind of manage somehow to fit everything into my schedule in between, um, getting up and going to bed at night. So that's, <laughs> that's, I guess, kind of how my life is balanced. It's really not balanced. It's just kind of a blob of things to do that I somehow miraculously accomplished. <laughs> gotcha. Now, is it, is it difficult for you to focus in school? Um, knowing that it's kind of a means to an end, you kind of have to do it in order to, you know, to, um, to graduate, um, or, or cause I know Gary V, I don't know if you've heard of him. He, um, talks about how all the time, how horrible of a student he was because he just didn't fit and he knew it and he, you know, just couldn't wait to get out of there. Is that similar for you or are you a, a, a student and you just kind of breeze through it? I'm mostly an A student in a lot of things. Um, Fortunately, I'm just a good test taker, so I don't have to pay attention as much in class. I just kind of glance at the notes beforehand and take the test, and somehow the answers that I put down are right most of the time. And that's pretty much how I've gotten through school since third grade, and it's worked so far. So I got my fingers crossed for college. Um, I don't think it's going to work then, but so far, so good. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, if it's, if it's working, it's working. So what can you say? Um, so, so you mentioned college. Are you, are you thinking, are you going to college? Are you thinking that you'll go right into business or are you kind of thinking you're going to do both? Um, I think I'm going to do both. And here's why I want to get an accounting degree because I can apply it to my business and say at some miraculous moment in the future, I'm dead broke and need to pay my rent and buy my ramen noodles for the month. I can get an accounting job relatively easily because accounting is a great profession because not a lot of people want to do it. So there's job openings. And then if you can do it and you can do it well, you can also make decent money. So at that point, I could use my accounting degree to get a job. I could get back on my feet. So I think the degree is kind of a backup plan. But in college also, um, I do want to go to a commuter school in St. Louis and then grow my business at the same time so that I can have two things going. Uh, and I think that would be the best kind of route for me. 
Gotcha, gotcha. I think too, um, college gives you um, a, a, an extremely um, well-rounded experience, right? You meet people from different places. Um, you get to, a, a lot of the theory, I think, that you learn there. Um, and I know people say all the time, well, I don't use any of that stuff. But I think part of what it does is it, it teaches you how to learn and it teaches you how to learn in a community uh, environment. And, and, and it gives you that, um, that experience of um, networking and being around other um, like-minded individuals. Uh, but to your, your point um, of accounting, I can attest that I, accounting is the one thing that I just, it just, it is not an enjoyable thing, <laughs> right? I'm so thankful for people like you and my, my CPA who are willing to, to do that because that is not something that I enjoy. Uh, so that uh, that's definitely a, a good deal there. Uh, so Caleb, we're going to take our last break. And then when we get back, I want to dig into BQ Media, what you guys, what you guys do and um, how you guys are, are growing and uh, all that good stuff. We'll be back right after this. Feeling stuck or overwhelmed in your business? Having trouble putting ideas into action? Not getting the results you want? Your business is in need of a coach, an experienced professional that motivates, provides honest feedback, and helps develop an action plan for your success. Did you know that 50% of businesses fail within the first five years? This doesn't have to be your business. You can now get all the help you need to succeed. Just visit Enterprise Now at enterprise-now.biz. Enterprise Now is a business development firm that specializes in providing business training, seminars, online training courses, and business coaching for business owners and entrepreneurs. That's enterprise-now.biz. Why wait? Take your business to the next level. We'll take your vision and your goals and deliver accountability motivation, and an action plan so you and your business will succeed. Don't become a statistic. Visit us at enterprise-now.biz. Increase profits, grow your business, and improve your business skills today. Enterprise-now.biz. All right, we are back on the Enterprise Now radio show. I have Caleb Salter with B-Cubed Media. He is a teen entrepreneur that is the owner of innovator and head nerd of his company and we just got done talking about um his dreams his aspirations his plans for the future and how he doesn't really need to study for tests i wish i had that gene because i have to study for tests (laughs) but caleb does not so i'll try not to be too jealous about that so caleb bq media tell us all about it what do you guys do okay so when i started bq media i saw a big gap in the market nobody wanted to go and truly serve small business owners. Nobody. All these big firms were starting out with small business owners and moving up and up and up and up and pricing small business owners out. So they had to keep going to new firms to get work done. And I I saw that and I was like, wow, nobody notices this. Why don't I become the firm, the the web marketing firm for small business owners? And that's exactly what I did. So I I specifically served small business owners making between about $100,000 to $2 million a year in their business, and I help them build their online presence, so their website, their social media, um, all of it. How did, you, how did you get interested in the social media um, marketing promotion side of, of the business? I know you mentioned earlier um, that you're fascinated with computers and you know uh, constructing and deconstructing and uh, selling computer parts. Where, where did the social media and the um, the online presence piece come in? So I really love social media because it works and you can communicate with a lot of people 
with not a lot of time. I mean, you have to build a following, but once you have a following of people on social media, you can communicate with just such a large group that wants to engage with you relatively easily. Um, so I saw that when I wanted to start a bow tie company and I was like, okay, social media is going to play a very crucial part in getting this product out. And when that company didn't do very well because I couldn't sew and I just, I couldn't make the product, I had started learning all of this. So I knew that it was going to be essential to my business because I realized the power it had. So at that point, I really started to grow my knowledge on it and learn more and more and more about how I could actually use it to make money for other people. There are a lot of good themes and insights that you just brought out there, um, recognizing uh, gaps in the market, being willing to uh, pivot, as we talked about earlier, um, honing in on that skill set, adding value, bringing that value, recognizing where that value is. These are all, um, I think, uh, entrepreneur um, uh, tools, right? That uh, that when you have these in your toolkit, it, is, it almost doesn't matter what you do. If you have those principles in place, you're going to be successful because it works no matter what industry you're in. Um, so talk to us a little bit more about that. How do you continue to grow your tool set in, as an entrepreneur, a business, um, business owner? Always stay learning. Always. If it's anything, anything that has helped me develop, that, that would be one thing is just continue to learn and not just learning within the sphere that you're in. Look at what other people are doing in different industries and then see how you can apply that to, to your industry. So what I like doing is working with a large range of clients so my clients in the insurance industry might be doing something that would work for somebody in the apparel industry if they change the strategy a little bit. And what I love is saying, okay, well, the, somebody in the insurance industry is doing this, but I can help your company do this with a similar strategy. And nobody in their industry is doing it because they're thinking, okay, our industry does it this way. This has to be done this way. And they're not looking at the broader scope of things. And that's what I like. I enjoy learning about not only my profession, but other people's professions so I can better help them not only grow their business, but also develop better relationships with their clients. One of the things that, that, uh, that I always try to tell my clients as a, as a business coach is the, to not be complacent. Um, a lot of times, when, uh, especially when you make it past that 7, 5, 10, 15 year mark, you kind of take a breath and you go, whew, I made it. And you become complacent and you're no longer looking to grow. You're no longer looking to stretch. You're not taking those risks that you took when you were uh, just starting out. So that's a really good point to always be learning and always uh, be willing to, to grow because uh, you never know what the market is going to do tomorrow or next year, right? You have to be ready um, and you have to have to constantly have that fresh um, customers fresh uh, coming through through your business. So um, so that's a really, really good point. So, Caleb. What drives you? I really, I kind of look at it this way. I say, okay, at some point in the future, I'm going to be dead and not here. And in between now and when I die, I got to do something. So I might as well do a bunch of really cool stuff while I'm here. Because the, the small amount of time that I have to like make an impact makes me think, okay, well, I got to get going because I'm already a, a quarter of the way through like where, where my life probably will end and I have not done a quarter of the stuff I want to do yet so I've got to start doing more stuff because I'm not I'm not where I need to be. I often wonder uh, to use uh, my endless basketball analogies if someone were to, to give um, you a person a basketball and put them at half court and say okay this is the only shot you get you get one shot 
how many people would be too scared to take that shot? Or how many people would just heave it at the rim and say, hey, you know, I have a, a you know, a 50-50 shot. I'm going to make it or I'm going to miss it. So I think I think you're right. I mean, that. I, I can identify with that. I mean, you, you have you. We don't know how much time we have, right? And to go throughout life doing um, things that don't make us smile. I always use the the analogy analogy that I do things that make me smile, right? Do things that make me happy, um, and I do them more, <laughs> you know. And uh, so, it, getting over that fear is such a a difficult thing for a lot of people. What would you say to them, the people who are, um, they have a passion, they have something that they want to do, but they, they just can't get over that fear? How, do, how does Caleb tell them to get over that fear? Fear is always a sign that you're doing something right. Because if you're not afraid, you're not getting out of your comfort zone. So the comfort zone is the worst thing ever because you know you can get that thing that's in your comfort zone. If it's, if it's comfortable for you, you know you can get there which means that you're not actually trying to achieve something. You're just kind of doing something. So if you push your, push your limits and go outside your comfort zone, you're going to be afraid. But you have to say, okay, well, that fear is natural because I don't know if I'm going to do this. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. So we're afraid of what we don't know. So if we don't know something's going to happen or we don't know the outcome of a situation, when we kind of try and explore that outcome, we get scared because we really don't know what's going to happen. But a lot of the times, if you go and take that risk, sure, you can fail, but look, you can go all in again and try again. The great thing about life is you can go all in, lose, and then go all in right again and just do it over and over and over. And as long as you're alive, you can still keep doing stuff. I have a couple of quotes from you, Caleb, that I'm going to steal. I'm just going to let you know that that I'm, I'm going to steal them. Uh, one of them is, I love failure. I love that. I'm going to use that. Um, and we talked earlier about passion. We talked about pivoting. You, um, you mentioned stay learning. Uh, the other thing that you just mentioned was fear is a sign that you're doing something right. I am going to, I'll give you credit, but I am going to steal that now. <laughs> fear is a sign that you're doing something right. That is powerful. Thank you for that. So Caleb, unfortunately, we're, uh, we're coming to the the end of our time, but I want to I want to make sure that I give you uh, an opportunity to give out your contact information, um, your website, email, whatever um, you'd like to give out to the listeners. Awesome. So my website is bcubedmedia.com. That's b c u b e d media.com. B c u b e d media.com. There's a little email link in the top right. Just click that. Shoot me an email. I would love to talk to you. I promise. I only bite on Tuesdays, and it's a it's a Thursday right now, so we're good there. Um, if you have any questions, even if you just want to say, hey, Caleb, what should I do here? Just ask me. The other thing that I always try to do, uh, Caleb, is uh, give my guests an opportunity to give any advice that they have that might have for um, potential entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs or, um, or business owners. What, what advice would you have? The biggest regret that I have ever had are the things I didn't do. And the things that I didn't try, and the things that I just didn't go for. So that is that is my biggest piece of advice: is just go for it because you're not going to regret the things you did do. You're going to be angry at yourself when you're on your deathbed. You're going to say, "Well, I could have done that, or I could have done this." Not, "Oh, well, I did that and it failed, so now I'm I'm miserable because I failed." And nobody ever says that. You you always go and say, "Well." 
I'm miserable because I have no idea what would have happened if I did try. Well, thanks again, Caleb, for uh, being on the show today. And um, we're going to we're going to put a link out to um, to Caleb's website along with his information. And um, please, please, please reach out to Caleb and, and support his business. Um, thank you so much for tuning in to the Enterprise Now radio show, as well as the other shows that are on WQYLDB radio. We uh, certainly appreciate and uh, and and, and um, we certainly appreciate your uh, your support. So thank you so much. And we'll talk to you next week. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.